Hi, my name is Tim Peterson, and this is One Story, Two Sides. The reason I created this podcast was to show listeners just how much you can learn about a story from investigating sides that are not your own. This first story is from my life. Back in 2016, when I was a junior, I went on a spring break trip to Ecuador with my school. The group we went with was 22 students and two teachers who were the chaperones. Their names are Stephen Hart and Kathy Flores. Stephen tells the other side to this story. The aim of the trip was to help counter the deforestation occurring in the country. It was an eye-opening experience. For the first time in my life, I showered with well water, planted in the scalding heat for many hours of the day, and slept outside in tents. We became so close to the country and the people who had accepted us as their family. At the end of our trip, we stayed in Puerto Lopez, a more affluent area of Ecuador, in a hostel. It was beautiful and we had so much fun. It seemed to be the perfect way to cap off our trip. But on April 16th, our last day in the country, at about 7 p.m., we were hit by a 7.8 earthquake. I asked Stephen to recount his memory of the earthquake and how he acted in those moments. Here's his response. Um, I, no, I was in the hallway right outside of our room, right? Because we had that back little corner room, and then there was the hallway that went further down. We were like right across, kind of right across from the bathrooms almost. And um, I was standing right outside that door, and I was talking to Annette when it happened because um, we noticed like a little bit of, we noticed mostly the light swaying, um, and then it flickered, and then we kind of looked at it and we watched it sway, and uh, it was like so gentle and stuff at first. And we, I remember specifically looking at her, we both kind of smiled, we're like, ooh, earthquake. And I was just about to say like, you know, I've lived in California for three, four years now and I still have never experienced an earthquake. And then, but I didn't even have a chance to say any of that because it was be like, I feel like we, she and I had just both acknowledged that it happened when, or that it was happening when like it really hit, you know? And then the lights just went out and started getting thrown back and forth and, um, there's like a little bit of a gap for me in terms of obviously I remember like people, you know, hearing like screaming and, and, and whatnot, but there's a gap for me in terms of like, I remember making my way down the hallway. My initial thought was like, just, you know, just get outside. Um, and I was like trying to grab, grab whoever was near me. Um, and then like I got into, you remember how like there was that little reception area kind of like yeah. just inside the door that was outside the kitchen. Um, I remember I just got into that room that was just like big and much more open and things were falling off the walls and desks and shelves and things like that. And that's when I was like, wait, there's people behind me. And I kind of turned and, uh, and I started like grabbing people's arms as they walked past and like throwing them towards the door. Like, go, go. And then, but then I don't know who it was. One of the girls grabbed my arm and just like wouldn't let go. And so I was like, okay. And so like I walked with her towards the door. And that's when it like, I think it got really bad. Like a lot of shit. And I've, I've read up on that earthquake and stuff in the past. And there was a good amount of, of shaking. It lasted for, you know, over a minute, I think, which is yeah. pretty, you know, that's pretty big for um, 
earthquakes in general. And uh, yeah, and so then that, that's when like it really like kind of lurched a little bit. I remember just like physically seeing all the walls like move. And I was just like, that's, that's the old, like the, like I said in the thing that I wrote, that is the only time in my life that I ever felt like, oh, I'm going to die, right? Like yeah. the, this building is going to come crashing down any second. And if we weren't in a bamboo structure, it may have. And so I think we we're really, really lucky in that case. Um, but yeah, and I had, I didn't have my phone on me because I had left it outside on the tables and that little like patio area. Um, and so when I got outside with whoever it was that was clinging to my arm, I grabbed the phone, turned on the flashlight, and went back inside. And then that's where, you know, Kathy was kind of shoving the rest of the people out and so on. We were grabbing you guys all from the showers and whatnot. I didn't realize you were in the shower at the time. Um, and yeah, I remember getting up to, yeah, and then, and then I remember... It, by that point, you know, it had pretty much stopped, but I was afraid that more was going to come. And I remember just like kind of like looking around to see who hadn't gotten out. And there was other people at the hostel who were who were staying like in those like upper like treehouse areas. Those yeah. are so cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember them like making their way down the stairs and they had like an elderly person or two with them. So I'm like trying to like help them out, but I'm also like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah. And then we got outside. Um, so really like the earthquake itself was honestly like the earthquake itself was scary, but like for me, that wasn't the, that was not the scariest part of the whole thing. It was like a bunch of stuff that came later. It was amazing for me to hear Steven's side of the earthquake because he makes it sound like that he did a million things, but it only happened in the space of a few minutes. My experience was a little bit more streamlined and felt quite a lot shorter even though in the same at the same time it felt like it was an eternity as he mentioned earlier i was in the shower we just finished playing soccer outside on the beach and we were getting cleaned up before dinner and um, i found a way to be able to make the hostel shower go warm and it was my first hot shower that i'd had in almost two weeks as i was having the shower the world started to move i thought maybe i was passing out or I don't know what it was but I felt there was something wrong with me rather than the world around me there there isn't really any way to describe the world moving around you but you do feel helpless you feel really small because you're no longer controlling what's happening around you the lights shut off and I had no idea where I was first thing I did was turn off the turn off the shower and I sat down on the ground um, because I wasn't able to to keep my balance anyway i get out and i my sh my towel's not in the shower stall and there's a big wooden do door uh, that has the lock on it to that you lock to go to the bathroom there and i was the world was shaking and i knew i needed to get out and i was fumbling for this lock and every time i fumbled for it i realized i had this i had a similar feeling that stephen had which was that i might die and that was one of the weirdest realizations I've ever had. As I finally figured out the way to be able to get this lock open, I fumbled around for my towel on the on this bunk bed in front of me, and I grab it and I start running out half naked. And I just see Kathy, one of the other chaperones, just shoving people down this hallway. And I think the one thing that 
Stephen did not mention in his story was just how heroic he and Kathy really were in that moment. I mean, from the second that we ran out into that hallway and everybody was screaming and they were on it. They were taking care of people and really just being bad asses, which was just so cool. A lot of people have asked me since the earthquake what it feels like to be in an earthquake that big. The two things I took away from it were not what I was expecting. The first is the sound. There's nothing as gut-wrenching as the sound of an earthquake. It's the sound of concrete being ripped apart. Pipes squealing. And a lot of people screaming. It's not a sound that you ever forget. The second thing I remember most from the earthquake is the adrenaline rush in your body. It's not an adrenaline rush that I hope that any of you have ever felt before. It's the adrenaline produced when your body believes it's going to die. Your ears begin to tingle, and you truly believe that you can do anything, including lifting a car, for example. It doesn't just last a minute, five minutes, an hour. It lasted over a month after the event for me. As Stephen mentioned, the earthquake wasn't the scariest part of the experience for him or for me. Still to come in this story includes us trying to outrun a potential tsunami in a country no longer governed by law and order, and hearing the news that the earthquake's epicenter was Bahia de Caracas, a town we had left just days before. That town is where we had left our close friends who had treated us like family for the past two weeks. Thank you for listening to the trailer for the first episode of One Story, Two Sides. I hope you've enjoyed and are looking forward to the full release.